Okay, Q jingle. Q jingle. There it is. We are now live. Good morning, Jonathan. Good morning. Good morning. I'm not going to sing. Good morning. Um, good morning. Uh, uh, it, this is our earliest Tasty Gents recording to date. I was about to say, uh, good morning is appropriate because, yes, it is 4 a.m. Uh, it is 4 a.m. We have stayed up all night we have. Uh, working with our script writers to come we up have. with the show. Exactly. <laughs> well, it's 4 a.m. somewhere, but it's not 4 a.m. in my house. No, um, not well, yeah, it, and I am, by the way, something we haven't done in a while. We are doing a complete Zoom, and I am, in fact, remote as I am coming to you from Seattle, Washington. Seattle, Washington. Oh, yeah. Favorite of the Washingtons. Um, yeah. <laughs> so that's right. We haven't done a virtual in a while. Uh, we've been uh, sitting across the table from each other. What is happening right now that got you to Seattle, Washington, Jonathan Addington? Uh, well, as you as you predicted, I am on the run. Yes. And no, it's <laughs> it was bound to happen eventually. Yes. It was bound to happen. No, uh, we have uh, and and I, I did a Facebook post about this, but not, not in Tasty Gents, just in my personal thing. But uh, we have I came up to drive our son Bjorn uh, off to drop him off at Central Washington University. Woo! He will finish out his last two years for his computer science degree, uh, living on campus, living the college dream, doing all the college things that they don't want to tell us about of course yeah yeah but we're, ha we're happy nicest funniest kid i am so happy kid he's like 30 now isn't he i don't even know no, he's 20 30 all right 20, he's 21 20. yeah <laughs> uh, uh that is very years. cool i'm really glad to hear that 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 he's made that uh that leap we're excited he had a and and just to give you a little perspective because he was taking he was in community college and he would drive three hours a day from where he could live at our place for free to the community college is an hour and a half each way. And there's a bridge and a toll and everything else involved. And then he would drive, he would drive home. So, so, uh, and where his, now where he lives just, just off campus is literally just off campus. So from his door, uh, I could throw a rock and hit campus. Wow. I won't because I think they'd frown on that, but you can, yeah. it's literally right across the street. He does not have to drive ever again for like the next two years <laughs> at all so he's excited i'm excited for all the gas money i'm about to save yes it's, yeah we're all it, it's good news that is so very cool i love yeah. that and then yeah. you're uh and so you're just you've delivered him now the delivery is done the package is delivered the package has been delivered the eagle has landed <laughs> yes landed. well we went so and we drove his car up there and uh shout out to public transportation mm. um in every other country except the u.s <laughs> So uh, yeah. we drove we drove his car over so he would have it. And then I took, uh, and, and I won't go into the complete story, but I arranged for a bus service. The bus got close, but never actually came to where I was um, because of uh, a series of unfortunate events. And then uh, I had to arrange for another bus that night, last mm. minute, got on the Greyhound, last seat, mm. uh, and uh, last seat for a reason, my... my mm. My bus partner um, was uh, gave me an opportunity to practice patience like I haven't had in a long time. What a gift! What, what, a, what gift. a gift! So yeah. two hours of 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 full on patience <clears throat> practice. I feel for you. me, I came on bay. So what I'm hearing is that you had an experience that resulted in you being a becoming a better person, if that was even possible at this point. <laughs> it's and apparently it was possible. Nice. Yes, and and also an opportunity for me to 
to to to be able to watch what happens to food as it's chewed mm. because <laughs> as as, a, as an open mouth chewer uh wow. it was it was evident what what happens to a subway sandwich as it gets as it gets masticated an open mouth chewer that's a that's a tough gig um in a seat <laughs> um i will uh i had a, i had a bus experience uh what is now a number of years ago that i'll just oh, share briefly please. um because it it really it, it deserves its own <clears throat> i don't know its own documentary probably um, 9-11 as you may recall is mm. a tragedy in the united states when yeah. uh airplanes crashed into buildings in new york city i was in uh that area when it happened oh. and uh couldn't get home to seattle <clears throat> so i ended up driving a rental car from uh paramus new jersey to chicago mm. and in chicago catching the train and then took the yeah. train from Chicago to Seattle. Yeah. And so two days on the train with a lot of other people who were much more accustomed to flying um, <laughs> as well as I was um, yeah. and uh, and employees of the of the train system that were not accustomed to people like me who were accustomed to flying. Yeah. Um, and then people who were used to getting on buses uh, and traveling that way. It, it was a very interesting mix of humanity over that two days. Um, and it also uh, gave me some opportunity to grow as a person. So, yeah. And I found, I found there was a really easy way to distinguish quite a bit of that you have, uh, and, and not to generalize too much, but you have people who, who wear knives on their belts. Mm, yes. And those who do not. Right. And, yes. and, and I think that there, that, that is a line that might be a delimitator between. I think I could see that. Your... And I, and you and I are the non knife belt wearing Part of that, at least that's what I believe about you. That's true. I always carry, mm. but you'll never find it. Yes. Mm, got it. <laughs> I like to carry my knife uh, strapped to my back. Like it's actually not a knife so much as it is a broadsword. And so Very I nice. use broadsword as you can. Yeah, if you, in the video, you can see right now. Sorry. Yeah. Listen, I always I thought you had a hump. Listening. Yeah. <laughs> I just thought you had a hump, but no, it's okay. <laughs> it's I didn't want to say anything. <laughs> it's awkward. <laughs> I'm very sensitive about my hump. Um, well, okay. I'm glad you're back. I'm glad. Yes. Uh, well, you're back in Seattle. I'm glad Bjorn is delivered. Um, yes. And so Bjorn is delivered. College life? Is it what? Any insights into college life that you want to share? Well, so, you know, so we dropped him off and, and, you know, he's 21 and he's moving into, he's sharing a, um, it, it's a duplex. And then each side of the duplex has two rooms, a little Jack and Jill bathroom, a little kitchen, okay. things like that. And I walk in. bathroom. Uh, that just means that there's one bathroom and each bedroom is on either side of the bathroom. Oh. There's a door. So they share a bathroom. They each have a door that goes into it. And that's a, and, and they, and, and from what I've learned from the home improvement shows, that's called a Jack and Jill bathroom. Um, yeah. So I paid attention anyway. So, so they've got that. Um, and then that is the layout. Everything else about this is like a tornado of trash oh and used pots and clothes have hit this inside i walked in and you know how um your sense of smell helps with your sense of taste yes i'm concerned for our youth because i walked in and and granted it was after dinner time it, we, we 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 had to check in late it was like seven o'clock at night I, and the door opens and i walk in and and i i have competing uh, smells of, of hamburger helper and Axe body spray. Ouch. Oh, that from hurt. the, and I didn't know which one was going to win. And I'm like, and then I'm thinking to myself, 
and 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 this was a theme. So over the course of the of the two days that I was there helping him get set up, and he had classes, and we met, um, and we went to the student union so we could buy shirts and get you know rah rah go Wildcats, all that stuff. Um, we we walk in and they have a student union and they have a bakery and a coffee. Shop. It's very nice, really, and all these things that and and there's a, a creamery, so there's ice cream and all the things that you would want. And I walk in, and again, it is croissants. And Axe body spray. So I think that we have a generation of youth who are not going to know what things taste like without Axe body spray because they will eventually, I hope, outgrow that body spray and move into adult smells mm, like colognes so. and things. And then they'll eat a croissant. They're like, you know, it was this was better in college <laughs> for whatever. Like they'll have this memory of it tasting more like. Yes. Yeah, and Axe is just the smell of desperate youth. It's, it is. I thought yeah. Axe body spray had, was gone, had gone away. No. It out, so it turns out it's alive and well? Yes, I thought it had gone away. And I remember uh, when Bjorn was very young and like in middle school, and like the kids would, the, the joke was, because you have a spray can, is that they would do Axe body spray bombs. And they would take, and they would tape it and throw it into a room and it would just... Fill a room with Axe body spray and tee hee hee. What we used to do with these little pellets that were fart bombs, they now do with Axe body spray. And I think I would take the fart smell <laughs> any day <laughs> over the Axe. Yeah, I feel like the fart smell would dissipate more quickly. I feel like Axe body spray has a, a half-life of ge a generation. <laughs> well, at least the fart smell, you could laugh. Yes. You know, it's, yeah, that's another thing with Axe. You're like, ah, oh, come on. Yeah. <laughs> it's never coming out. Yeah, I, I, we had the half-life. That's right. Yeah, it's, it's like a nuclear thing. Yes, it is. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so so that's it. So that's my thing is as I'm um um I know that there is a culinary school there, and I oh. think that we're going to start in the next generation or two, uh, the next ten maybe fifteen years, seeing restaurants that serve food that then taste somewhat like Axe body spray. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. Okay. I will do that's everything to avoid those restaurants because that sounds <laughs> awful. <It's gonna> be... <laughs> so uh, the other thing happening out in the world, you may not have noticed because you've got a lot going on. The holidays have ended. They're uh, gone. What? The the Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's, Hanukkah, Bachanal has yes. been going on for the past seemingly years. Yeah. is over. It is over. Um, I'm not gonna lie. I'm glad. I'm glad it's gone. I'm glad it's gone. Yeah. Yeah. This is and this is this is when we start burning Christmas trees, real or fake. Exactly. Yes. Good yeah. point. You did some cool things for New Year's, um, and I did as well. Tell me about your New Year's. Uh, yeah. Well, you know, so there's a there's a restaurant that um, I would have given fifty fifty reviews on most yeah. of the time called Booze Hounds, and it's named that because they have booze and you're allowed to bring your dog. True. And I always thought, and it's right up from the street from us, right? So it's very close. And it's not, it may not even be a mile away. It's like very close. Right. Yep. So um, Andrea and I had some friends from in town from Seattle. And uh, there was a group of like four of them. And they were like, and, and they were living just down the, they, they were staying at an Airbnb just down the road. They thought we can walk. Yeah. And Andrea and I weren't going to walk because she was in heels. So we thought we'll take an Uber. But, you know, um, I mean, New Year's Eve, Uber, you know, less than a mile away. What is that? Hundred bucks? Yeah, it's like hundred bucks. Easy, so, yeah. easy. Yeah. So it, it was like it was like that. Yeah. It was. It, it would have been cheaper to take a helicopter, I think. But anyway, <laughs> so we get to uh, we get there, 
And and we were a little on the fence about whether or not we're going to spend the money because it was a hundred dollars a head, but it but it came with uh yeah. like um uh with drinks and with a couple sure. of drinks and a couple of things. Um and you and I have both been to this place and yeah. the food is good, but not as good as uh the prices would indicate it should be. So it's overpriced. Well yep, well said. And yep. and uh I always think well cooked, but horribly under seasoned, like every yes. time. Yeah. So um right. we walk in and I'm 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 and the wonderful thing about having a low bar is everyone meets it. So um, <laughs> that's true. And they, but but even if my bar were very high for this party, they would have absolutely blown it away. Mm -hmm. So uh, it was a French masquerade ball theme. Ooh. And I, of course, have no French masquerade ball clothes. I've never noticed that about you. Yeah. No, not at all. No. I mean, I'm I'm big into wigs, but I don't have any. Anyway, so <laughs> I, um, so, but we did dress up and we, you know, we went. Uh, we walk in and they handed us and everybody in the that, that was working on staff dressed to the nines, the women with the big wigs, really? powdered faces, the the things, the beauty marks, the, all the men with the the high the high socks and the pants and the things and the and, and the wigs. And they all had the makeup on and everyone looked great. And they and they and, and they would greet you in, they would announce you at the door. As you know, as as the, as the esteemed Mr. and Mrs. Addington, and then they and we're like, this is great, you know. And and then they handed you this uh this greeting little drink, this little cocktail. <coughs> Excuse me. That's my winter cold. Um <laughs> I'm just getting over cold, so I apologize if uh if I cough a little bit. So uh this winter drink, and then it was just I have the perfect analogy. And for anyone who hasn't read this book, you won't get it. But you and I just finished a book called The Night Circus. We did. We basically walked into The Night Circus. Oh, you're kidding. They had dancers. They had acrobats. They had fire spinners. They had contortionists. They had a, a photo booth with all the things that you'd want in a photo booth. Right next to a real tattoo artist giving real tattoos. You're kidding. I am not kidding. They had um, all sorts of things. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, every and, and in the square footage of this place, you can imagine that's a lot to pack in. Yeah. And then they had all the staff. And then they had people who were on staff who were dressed up, who were just there for you to approach and take photos with. And they weren't doing anything else. They were just women who were who, who were looking beautiful or men who were. And, and they had and they would do these what what. I would only assume because I wouldn't know any better. We're like traditional, like old turn of the century dances. And it was just neat. They nailed it. So for all the things that I didn't like about booze hounds, yeah, whatever their, their day to day, whoever manages that, sure. Um, their party planner nails it. So that's, that's amazing. It, now, it and, was amazing. Similar. Like I've been to booze hounds a couple of times and, you mm -hmm. know, since they opened up and, and been over there with my dog, Charlie Brown, because that's super fun. Yeah. But it seemed like they were having a hard time figuring out who they wanted to be. So when I first yeah. uh, came yeah. across them, as you say, they're really close. So it's great. They were open in the morning and they had pastries, they had an espresso machine and they've got a really cool bar. And so I would sit at their really cool bar and get a pastry and an espresso <clears throat> which are, are both things that I love. Charlie Brown would hang out by my feet and I would do some writing. That's a favorite thing I love to do in the morning. Mm -hmm. And then the next time I tried to go 
espresso machine is gone, pastries are gone, they don't open until 11. And then it was sort of Mediterranean tapas and like yeah. couches that are hard to get out of if you have a bad knee, right? So then yes. that yes. that was the theme for a while. And I was like, well, okay. And then there was another theme that I lost track of. So I haven't been for a while, but good heavens, that sounds amazing. It, it <laughs> was. And, and then at a hundred bucks a head, I'm thinking, this is great. They had a tub of, of ice and in the tub they had like uh hard like lemonades like hard lemonades yeah um for free oh gosh so i didn't buy a drink <clears throat> all night 100 bucks but you're drinking for free what i know where do you get that you know that is fantastic yeah and i i think i danced with i mean inappropriately with lots of people as you should Yes. Well, that's well, it's yes. the only way I know how to dance. It's actually been awkward my whole life. <laughs> exactly, yes. Yeah. Yeah. You don't get invited to weddings anymore because you'll go or, or funerals. Is it yeah, I, I don't get invited to wakes. You know, like <laughs> this is not dancing. What do you yeah, like, think? Yeah, it's working really hasn't been the same since. Yeah. <laughs> I had a very different New Year's Eve. Yeah, what are yours? So I did two things that were really fun. Um and I and you know, I will preface this as you know by saying for our our one listener who's, you know desperately trying to find something else to do uh right now um i am not a late night guy i am typically in bed around 9 or 9 30 which means i'm typically up around 5 30 or 6 and so it, it i just don't like staying up late it's a thing uh and yeah. and so i did not plan a whole lot for new year's but went to a restaurant with uh, a friend one of our, one of our neighbors um mm -hmm. uh, arthur we uh he told me about this restaurant and we both went uh called la copine um, and it is in Ooh. Yucca Valley in California. And uh, so for those of you who haven't been here, so uh, we live in Palm Springs, California, which is in Coachella Valley. And if you head <clears throat> east from here, uh, say toward Joshua Tree National Park, which is one of my favorite uh, places to go, you you basically go through a relatively empty part of California um, on Route 62. You go through uh, Morongo Valley and you go through up into Yucca Valley and then there's another valley after mm -hmm. that. Um, well, you know, this restaurant is sort of you head up 62 as if you're going to uh, uh, Joshua Tree, <clears throat> yeah, make yeah. a left somewhere in the middle and head into the middle of nowhere um, mm. toward Pioneer Town, which is oh, okay, yeah, that's spot, fun. but there's not a lot there. Yeah. And you're sort of driving along in the middle of nowhere. And then there's a restaurant on the left called La Copine. And I was like, well, that's interesting. <laughs> and so this restaurant, there's no so they do take reservations and they do take walk ins. Um, but there's no online reservations. You hmm. send them an email and they will get back to you within a few days. Uh, they are typically four weeks out. Oh my. Reservation, so not an easy thing at all. Um, Arthur managed to get us one uh, in, I think, just two weeks out, but generally about four weeks out. Um, but it's a bit archaic. Again, you sort of send an email and you wait for a response. And they say on their website, if you if you email again, to inquire about the first email, it drops you to the bottom of the list. Oh no. Yeah. So they're they're not playing at La Copine. Um, but we get there. So it's a very small place. Um, it was chilly, so we opted to sit inside. There are maybe there's maybe seating for 20 people, maybe 25 inside, and seating for another 20 outside on the patio. Yeah. Um we, so some of the things on the menu that we tried, uh, uh, Arthur got a cocktail. He got a um, kind of a mimosa-ish cocktail. I don't drink alcohol, as you know. I had the most amazing thing. They called, us, called it sangrita. And it was Ooh. essentially tomato juice and some sort of citrus juice and ancho chili. So it had a little bite to it. Oh. Um, but gosh, it was good. Yeah. Um, 
so had that. And then uh, things that we got, I got, um, they had sun choke latkes with smoked huh. salmon and braised greens um, with uh, creme fraiche and capers. It was amazing. Oh my goodness. We got some fried potatoes with an amazing sauce on them. We got um, some fried eggplant uh, with a, a wonderful marinara that was really good. Arthur mm. got um, a duck confit. Um, that was very good. And then we got beignets for dessert. So we just went crazy and ate a million things. Yeah. Um, but they were all very good. It had this amazing vibe of like, I don't know, like LA comes to the desert. So yeah. people look yeah. like they were relatively well put together, but there's, you know, sort of puffy, puffy jackets and and knit caps, you know, yeah. just right. Um, yeah. Very hip. Very, very hip. Glasses. Yeah. Um, so, and this, but the wait staff were amazing. They were they were on it. They moved quickly. Food came out quickly. Everything was really good. They were knowledgeable. This place is a win across the board. I can't wait to go back. And lock up. It's a lock upine. That's lock that's upine. yeah. So is, so so is that French for the grumpy people? Is that it's French for uh, you're going to wait four weeks for a you're going to wait four weeks. Yeah. yeah. Or yeah. you know, or French for uh, it's colder in December than you probably realized. You should wear a puppy jacket. <laughs> you should wear a puppy jacket. Yes. yes. <laughs> yeah. And and you know what? Also, kudos to them. Who opens a restaurant in any place called Yucca? But still, right. I know. Exactly. Yep. Right there in Yucca. Yeah. Uh, so did that during the day, got back. Uh, it, you know, we it was sort of brunch. Oh, that's the other thing. They're only open from 11 to 4. Oh, only from 11 to 4. So, yeah, well, so you're, as, you're there for brunch or you or you ain't going. Yeah, they're they're not planned at Lucky. Yeah, they're, they're basically like like a high end version of a bank. It's their yes. hours. It's their time. It's but your money, but you are there because they are going to allow you to be there. Uh, so yeah, very good. Can't wait to go. Would love to go with you guys. So oh we got gosh. home, took a nap as one does. Sure. Uh, it's now so New Year's Eve day, and again, I'm not. You know, I, I talked to some friends about going out. Now it's three o'clock in the afternoon. I'm having a nap. I'm not going anywhere, but I'm in the hot tub because we have a hot tub. Sure. And a couple of our neighbors are walking by, walking their dogs, um, and I'm chatting with them as they walk by, and they mm -hmm. say. Hey, we're going to go and get uh, nachos down at Black Book, which is a gay bar down uh, where on Arenas, where the, where oh. the gay bars are. <clears throat> so they're like, you want to go with us? I'm like, yes. Dinner at five on New Year's Eve. This is absolutely my speed. <laughs> so we show up at five. Arenas is kind of quiet because everybody who does things for New Year's Eve is still asleep, frankly. Right. Um, but we hang out. We We chat with each other. We chat with some people. We, you know. Uh, we have that experience that you have when you're having nachos basically on the street um, yeah. at a bar. Yeah. Um, I was home by seven, watched a movie, lights out at 11. All together, a successful New Year's Eve. Beautiful. Yeah. It was pretty Perfect. great. Yeah. Did you just hear that? What was that? There was a weird noise here in my house. Uh, so I have uh, AI devices in my house. I don't want to say her name. If I oh, say yeah. her name... I get her attention and I don't want her attention right now, but she just made it's like, it. It's like having a ghost that does not face you until you say her name. That's and I'm like, nope, nope. Don't look at me. Don't I look do. at me. Yep. It's nope. not about you right now. Yes. Yeah. Uh, anyway. So that was my New Year's Eve. Uh, it was all in all a, a, a huge success. I love that. And that's yeah. great. You know, the thing is, is that the older I get, the less that I care if my idea of what this celebration should look like meets anyone else's there you go and for and and for so you know like it, there are some cookie cutter experiences that you can have where you do certain things at certain times and everybody else right. does it 
And there is uh, a sense of, uh, of community in the unity of an experience. Um, but I don't want that. So I want some more unique. No, I mean, I like community. It's fine. No, it's sure. Like, yeah. No issue. But I want some more unique, different experiences. And I wanted to. So for the past two years or two um, times that we had ex had uh, experienced New Year's, we had gone to uh, the casino, which puts on a wonderful show, live music. Uh, we had free tickets to the VIP section oh, two nice. years in a row, which was fantastic. Yeah. Um, and which just means that there's it, it's basically the same as the general admission, but they have chairs. <laughs> which is yeah, you're basically paying for the chance to sit down. And I, I, I appreciate that. I mean, Everything else is exactly the same. You're actually, there's, there's a very thin fence separating the two and that's, that's it. So, <laughs> uh, but we did that for two years in a row and that's what we were used to. And now we did something different. And now I think we're always going to do something different because I, I, love that. I, I don't know that I want to keep doing the same experience. It's boring. It is. Well, yeah. it's interesting because I, so thinking about New Year's Eve in general, I love how you're thinking of that. And I love how you want to try new things. I believe, and stay with me here for a minute, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. the classic rom-com When Harry Met Sally mm. ruined New Year's Eve for many of us. Because they presented New Year's Eve as that that night when you're going to meet your, your forever person. You know, you're going to mm -hmm. have... You're either going to have like the most romantic night possible at midnight. You're going to kiss the person that is going to change your life uh, yeah. forever, you know, or you're going to be, or, or everyone's going to be fun and, and just the amount of joy will be spilling out of you at every moment. Yeah. This is not always what New Year's Eve is like. No. And I have watched for years, I have watched myself as well, but I've watched people uh, seek that on New Year's Eve. And the, the yeah. way that they've pursued it is... Um, the very popular way of pursuing uh, joy uh, with tequila shots. Oh and my! <laughs> of course, tequila shots have, or I used to drink a thing uh, called Three Wise Men. Are you familiar with mm, Three Wise Men? Not, what oh, is yeah. this? Fantastic! Uh, I want to say it was um, uh, Kahlua and Bailey's Irish Cream and uh, 151. What's so, one? Yeah. Uh, 151 proof rum. Oh no! Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So uh, Three Wise Men or Jägermeister, another classic. Oh, another classic, sure. To seek joy. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I sort of turned my turned away from that that New Year's Eve experience um, after yeah. after many years of waking up on New Year's Day and feeling not just hungover from Three Wise Men and Jägermeister and tequila shots because yeah. good heavens. Because why not? Why not? Yeah. But the like, you know, once again, New Year's Eve has failed to deliver you know, the, the, the perfect experience that is my right and my due as a New Year's Eve person. And, and, yeah. and you know what? The thing is, is it is a hundred percent possible that movie and that idea absolutely is, uh, is just one way to look at it. It was yes. one person's one time and it's a fictional thing. Yes. Everybody. And, and I'll say this and here, you know, and, and for anyone who's married to me, listen to this, uh, Sex in the City isn't real. Um, when Harry Met Sally isn't real. real, these things weren't real. They were somebody sat down. Yes, and and a, and and a very and some very smart writers wrote some very smart things that aren't going to come true. Not true. And if you're trying to set your life around a fiction, yes, then you will you are perpetually going to be disappointed. You're going to be sad. Yes. Yeah. I think unless really unless that fiction is. Um, like most like star wars 
So that's like, because that's that's the whole you know hero yeah. villain thing, and that that, Wait, that if you're going to build your life around Star Wars, you're making good choices. Now you're making good choices. Completely agree. Mm -hmm. um, I will say though, I like how you described New Year's Eve as this experience and the and the the French party and the tall wigs and the and the all of it mm -hmm. um, feels like exactly as you described it a way to have a really unique experience on New Year's Eve. What a great way to go about that. So yeah, we we liked I love it. That idea. Um, I also wanted to mention one more thing that we did that night prior to it because we, we they had some past apps at the at the thing, but we we met with um, and this is kind of exciting for the desert to have. Um, they opened a surf school. Oh, and for surfing, yes, like surfing. So they they took a defunct water park and converted it for the low low price of eighty million dollars oh, into. Uh, a, a surf school where they where they took the wave pool they re they reimagined it rebuilt it and now there's like a lazy river and all this kind of stuff they opened for a soft opening on the 31st wow you give a prefix menu dinner and the place went bonkers so we went with the with a couple uh these friends of ours sat at the table and then they had um young men and women who work there who are surf instructors uh riding waves like you could just eat dinner and watch people surf in palm springs holy just, mackerel just take that in for a second so that's what we did uh that's where we had dinner um i will say that it was their soft opening and for soft opening well done your Amazing. staff was great um the uh, but you were i would just say uh they they were obviously overwhelmed so Ooh. they didn't expect it. All the drink orders came in at once. All the food orders yeah. came in at once. Everything yeah. came in at once. So while all of our food that came out was well-seasoned, well-prepared, mm. was plated in a beautiful way, nothing was hot. Oh, yeah. So, and rather than complain and send, they had one server for the entire back oh, outdoor patio. And this gentleman was killing it. Tyrone, if you're listening, I know you're not listening. Uh, well done. <laughs> you did a great job for your first night. And and having, you know, having worked on, on that side of the uh, business a little bit, um, I know your feet must have hurt the next day. So he was he was hustling. Um, I, I look forward to seeing how they're going to be in a month. So, That's amazing. And yeah. the, what I there's a couple things I want to say about that. One is I go by there. I've been by there a number of times in Urias. It, it's a mm -hmm. water park. It, it's sort of a strange thing. It's next to a, a golf course. Mm -hmm. um, it, but in the middle of the desert, not a thing that you would expect. And yeah. some of the photographs I saw of this opening it looks amazing. And yeah. here's the other cool thing I will say uh, to our listeners as they are uh, realizing that we have, Jonathan, you may not realize it, we have once again burned through what? 30 minutes of our listeners' lives oh. uh, and our own lives. But I want to say a thing first. This okay. is why, listener, your choice to be uh, with the Tasty Gents for the past 30 minutes is exactly the right choice because I can, so I did not know that Booze Hounds a mile from my house was going to have an amazing French themed New Year's party that yeah. was not to be missed. I did not know that there was a surf school opening that would have this incredible uh, event for New Year's Eve. I trust Jonathan and Andrea to know when these things are happening and in fact, to engage with them. I do know when my favorite coffee shop has a new dark roast. Oh, mm. that's the moment you really want to be around. Uh, I am regularly trying coffee shops and breakfast places. I am uh, regularly finding new kinds of comfort food. Uh, 
I'm the guy who's going to tell you that I managed to make tuna noodle casserole in my house with uh -oh. crumpled potato chip topping um, and exactly like my mom used to make um, just a few days ago. And it it changed my life just a little bit. So your good choice, listeners, at being with the Tasty Gents is that you're going to get a very broad experience of uh, what's happening in Palm Springs these days. Absolutely. And and also, um, tuna noodle casserole is one of my favorite things in the world. Oh, so there's this moment, right? If you haven't eaten it all, save me a little piece. Oof, I haven't, and I will. So there's this moment when you're like, you're on the couch and you're eating chips, right? Everyone yeah, has this moment. Sure. And you sure. get to the bottom of the bag and you see where all the chips are crumbled. And then you sort of like, you know, am I past, you know, like where there's a viable chip here? Is it just chip crumbs and yeah, chip dust yeah. left where, over? Where and then I think to myself on the couch at three o'clock in the afternoon as I'm taking a break from whatever else I'm doing. Yeah. Man, I used to really love when my mom would make tuna noodle casserole and put crumbled potato chips on top. And then my brain, thank you, brain, says, <laughs> you know, Greg, currently in your home is every ingredient necessary to yeah. make tuna noodle casserole from scratch. No cream of mushroom soup was employed here. Uh, I, I had the onion and the celery and the mushrooms and the butter and the milk and the flour and the, the noodles and the tuna. I got up from the couch, made the casserole, ate probably a third of it that night. It was magic. Amazing. And, magic. and be honest, did you, did you, did for the, for the chip topping, did you just shake your shirt off? A little bit. Yeah. He's yeah, yeah. yes. like, don't waste that. <laughs> don't waste that. The couch cushions. Basically, yeah. I shook out the couch cushions uh, <laughs> and sprinkled them across the top uh, and called it done. And it yeah. was, it was my childhood uh, wrapped up into a casserole and I can't wait to share it with you. I love it. I yeah. love it. Very cool. All right. With that, I think we have done all the damage that we can do for yet another episode. Of another episode. The first episode of the new year. First episode of the new year. Welcome to a whole new year of, of us and of you yes. and of all the possibilities. Um, my only resolution is uh, get some of that tuna casserole. <laughs> That's a good one. And I'm going to help you with that resolution. Uh Listeners, we want to wish you a happy new year. We hope uh, for the best for you in 2024. Um, we, as always, would love to see you on our Facebook uh, page. Mm -hmm. Love to hear your, I guess, read, technically, your thoughts for what kinds of things we should talk about. Uh, and Jonathan, once again, it's an absolute delight hanging out with you today. Fantastic, Greg. Yeah. And thank you, everyone. Um, well, we'll see you next time. We'll see you next time. You've been listening to Tasty Gents. A geeky Palm Springs to Seattle podcast. Okay, cue jingle. Cue jingle. There it is.